Kia ora, everyone. Welcome to the program. My name's Thane Kubi. This is Talk Back. No Cara Rickard tonight because Cara is celebrating her birthday with her whānau, family, and uh, she turns the big 40. One. She should hope I've got all this right. Anyways, uh, happy birthday, Cara. Uh, we wish you on the show because we've got a, um, a full show, right? We're talking to a woman who's dabbling in social media and hospitality. Uh, we're talking to a guy who's dabbled in film and television, uh, both behind and in front of the camera. So it's uh, it's interesting. If you've got a foot in any of those uh, crafts, then tonight's a very, very good show to join us. Before we do anything, let's meet our uh, fact checker, our check facker. It's um, Benny Mac, everybody. <laughs> Benny, welcome to the program and a very good evening. Oh, fucking brilliant evening, uh, Mr. Kirby. I'm absolutely pleasured uh, to be here in, in that consensual way. And you know what? I'm going to take care of the facts. Why? Because I ought to do that for the sake of the viewer at home. They trust. There's a lot of trust been put into us as uh, mainstream media journalists. I want to do right by you at home. Everything that we say on the show is 100% verifiable, fact-checkable, and uh, and it's honourable. We're trying to do the honourable thing. We don't want to lie to you. If you if anything slips by, any lies, call us out. We will we'll do a formal retraction. Fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. Thank you very much, Benny. Um, how was your white tongue, by the way? Fruitful? Oh. I had a virtual Waitangi this year, and um, it was great, you know. Um, I mean, they don't let me onto the marais at the best of times, but this year was no different, and uh, I stayed away uh, for fear of um, retribution primarily. But no, it's actually, no, it's been pretty good this year. Um, no Utus, thankfully, and I'd like Thank to keep you. it that way. Ebony and Ivory living together in perfect harmony. Symbiosis. Synergy. Synergy. I love that word, synergy. Um, yeah, so no, my, my weekend was uh, relaxed. I unwound um, uh, from the daily grind. And, um, yeah, I remembered Waitangi Day when I got a notification uh, from the Herald website saying it was Waitangi Day and that the, uh, they're doing a little TV special. So I kind of tuned in early. Mm. Otherwise, I was drunk as a skunk. Oh, you did well. You did well. Um, I actually um, was asked to go and um, go on a journey of knowledge, um, take equipment, lighting, camera, uh, visual gear, documentary equipment, take it all the way out to see a kuia, an elderly woman, interview her about Waitangi Day. But unfortunately, my quote was too damn high. They went with another another journalist. Oh, shit, oh damn. That's no good. And you know what? I respect you because you, 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 know, you know your worth and you held your ground. You've got to know your worth. Otherwise, no one else will. That's exactly it. Hey, we're padding for our very first guest. And uh, she is. It's what a uh, cat does, isn't it? A cat sort of pads, pads there in the spot, just yeah. waiting, just waiting either for another meal or a belly That's rub. Right. I could do with a belly rub. I've just had a meal. But um, what were you going to say about our first guest? Exciting uh, times. Her name is Fleur Walston Home, and she's from a company, a new startup called Treat. And basically, this woman noticed that local restaurants are struggling with their online presence marketing. Um, they shouldn't have to battle with an algorithm. They should be doing what they do best, that's hospitality. So she is going to be talking to us about her new company, plus there's a prize to give away. A membership to her. Uh, oh, yeah, there she is. I oh, know that's Selena. A membership to uh, her uh, her company, or oh, oh, is it an app? Is it a website? I want to know. So we'll be talking to uh, Fleur very shortly. She's not yet arrived, but she will yeah. very soon, I believe. Oh, I'm sure she'll be here real soon. Now, I mean, on a couple of points there. Battling an algorithm. Oh. That's just that rings true. I mean, I, I, I always feel like we're in this almost this virtual war of humans versus artificial intelligence. If we've got a savior, maybe this is a, this is going to be our savior to battling the algo. Yeah, 
And you know what? We're battling the algorithm more than we think we are, you know? Oh, uh, be, it, be it Tinder, uh, be it um, uh, Google Maps, there's an algorithm. Uh, there's yeah. some form of AI, machine learning there, and it's there picking is. up on what you're dropping down. Even Uber, even Uber. I mean, uh, the AI knows like if you're doing good, if you're riding well, they'll send you a nice car. But if you don't use the app or if you're, if you're a scoundrel, they're going to send you the stinky car. Because I am. Uh, what I do like about uh, Uber is the fact they don't know where you're going when you order the Uber, only when you get in the car. It's oh, a surprise. Wow. They don't decline you straight off. You know, I could be an airport. Genius. So that, that makes it a little bit more fairer. So, um, yeah, I'm Uber Gold now, which I'm quite excited about. Oh, you've hit, you've hit gold again, Thane. We know, we know you've got a sort of a penchant for shiny things. And, um, I mean, Uber Gold? Big timing it, man. Oh, man, uh, I got 10% off my last ride, and I could have um, null and voided the uh, delivery fees on some food uh, had I ordered wow. um, Uber in the last three days. But alas, I went to Yummy Takeaways, Unsworth Heights, and got some egg foo yong. And it was a combination meat. And guess how much I paid for that? Um, uh, $18 for the tray? 12 <laughs> Bonus! I know. That was as, that, I mean, you know, for $12, I'd almost eat it off the dirt for that yeah. sort of you know yeah oh that's a great price yummy yummy everybody likes yummy in their tummy get on down there unsworth heights it's the place to be. Heights. yeah there it is yummy takeaways and uh of course you have to rock up with a mask you can't go in to the takeaways uh but you can order from the door and usually the person who is actually taking your order is also cooking um so you just have to go g'day mate and then they'll just, oh, hello, and then bam. What about yeah. phone orders? Oh, yeah, I ordered a head. That's the key oh, yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, I, I've got a real big problem with the people that don't order a head. It's almost like they've got too many um, minutes, hours, and seconds in their day to waste. Mm. I don't have time to turn up to a takeaway store, walk in, uh, order face-to-face, I'm trying to. I'm trying to avoid these uh, freaking people. I don't want to get their oxygen all up in my space. That's disgusting in twenty two, in twenty twenty two. Irregardless, no. But I mean, you know, saving money, saving time. That's what we're all about here on the show. We're going to teach you how to do it too. Stick along. Did you did you catch some of the uh, anti vax or no mandates uh, protesters along Auckland on the weekend? And did you see it in the news tonight? Yeah, I was driving pretty fast. I actually mounted the curb near um, Green Lane there and took out half a dozen. But no, um, no, no, it all went well. It all went well. I don't yeah. think anyone dropped their flag onto the motorway. Uh, as far as disruption goes, I think emergency services could get through. Um, but, I mean, hey, passionate people out there. Yeah, of course, some mayhem in Wellington tonight. I thought it was almost going to be a Donald Trump, you know, um, Taken over the Pentagon, or was it little what the what now? Something, something, some little place. Oh, the insurrection. Yeah, the insurrection. That's oh, it. yeah, mate. Well, well that's well, it. Yeah. Gen sixes. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, everyone w- wanted them to rush capital. God knows I did. And it was brilliant seeing them sort of storming the halls and uh, hacking into Pelosi's office. But I mean, hey, you can't always um, use chaos. Uh, to create sort of calm and uh, I mean what's going to happen down there in Wellington is is the city at a standstill I'm sure everyone's are the you know law enforcement are a little under the pressure tonight it's a bit of a a powder keg a pressure pressure cooker maybe Um, and even the news was disrupted on one news trying to do a live cross uh, but they were shouting and had things thrown at them from those uh, anti-vaxxers uh, whilst broadcasting from Parliament on a balcony. Disturbing stuff. Um, now, Jonathan Kampala here says, I don't give my money to any business. says I have to wear a mask. Well, uh, Kampala uh, standing by his, um, his, his his morals there and his belief system. And, 
I appreciate you, Kampala. But what about if you went to a paintball range? Would you wear a mask in that circumstance or would you go raw? Would you raw dog it, Kampala? I mean, or are you happy walking into a store with a mask and then taking it off, uh, you know, just to get in? Uh, maybe give them these, the, the illusion that you bore him. Illusion. The illusion that uh, you are unwoke. And then, then <laughs> you take the mask off, of course, you, you're awake. You know what's going on to the mm. truth of life. What about the face shield, Thane? Are you a a, a, a fan of the face shield, which is sort of the plasticated mask that says face shield? (laughs) Let me think about that for a second. So you're describing it as a a face shield, and it will come down to about here? Yeah. It's kind of like a a cat door for the head, really. No, I'm not down with the face shield. No, I just, I just, I was in an Uber the other day and he had his entire seat um, kind of like uh, cut off from me, all the driver's glass. Yeah, but he had it kind of like real NASA type, so it was like a see-through plastic uh, tent fabric, and it was just... Oh, like a, yeah, a, a hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, but the only problem with it is that he obviously wasn't, Hot and I was I was so hot it was boiling hot when I needed to go to Chapel Park and I said turn the aircon up but it was too cold for him in his little room Ice but box. it wasn't cold enough for me in the back seat so we had a you know another thing I've got to I'm going to stop the conversation down here just with Uber Fair you enough. know it's you're being picked up and you're the customer right yeah I'm why with you. why for God's sake does the driver dictate the radio. Or the music. Now, like, I like Punjabi hits like the rest of them. But, you know, non-stop yeah, talk back with uh, a mixed-up selection of Jabba, um, J- uh, Punjabi hits uh, from the 70s, 80s, 90s and today, um, it just doesn't fly with me. Sometimes I like to hear nothing. So, so what you're saying is you don't appreciate listening to Radio Apna? Pretty much. <laughs> uh, do you sort of create? Do you sort of get some sort of uh, apnea from listening to apnea? Is that what it's called? That station is it apnea? Is that the apnea, the Indian? Yeah, there's apnea and there's hum. But my thing is, and then there's other different ethnic, and there's another guy that used to play podcasts. And my yeah. thing is, I don't want to hear any of it. I prefer just be to- in total silence. Yeah, or allow me to choose what I want to hear because I am the actual client. What about um, what about I just carrying wireless earbuds thing? Well, I mean, they could use that, but I mean, obviously, you can't ram stuff down my ears. You know, I had to listen to a cryptocurrent mm. NFT podcast once on that forty-minute drive-in, and it was just annoying. Why are you that's, putting? That's unacceptable, really. Um, Jonathan's back. Uh, he's got a comment. Most masks people wear are breathable. Ha ha ha. What is really going on? Question mark. Let's go over that message again. Most masks people wear are breathable. Ha, ha, ha. What is it? What is really going on? I think what he's sort of alluding to is that uh, these so-called virus particles are, are, are nanoscopic. So how could these flimsy pieces of uh, basically toilet paper or nappy really, really prevent these viruses? Is it more of a – is it really that effective? Yeah. We are open to taking a call. Jonathan, if you'd like to join us, um, just click on the link in the comments section. There it is there. Uh, just pop your name in when you're uh, loading up, and then hey presto, uh, we can um, we can have a chat to you and, and hear your thoughts on masks, uh, music page and ears uh, with Uber drivers, or maybe you're an old school taxi person, and also uh, what you did on Waitangi Day. Were you actually into the celebration of that day back in 1840 uh, when yep. we signed a treaty of two people became one, Ebony and Ivory, living in 
perfect harmony. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on those topics? Uh, yeah. Please, uh, again, there is, uh, in the comment section is our link, and we'd love to have you on the show tonight. Mate, these masks, I've got a... I've got a big problem with, with wearing these masks all the time, to be honest, mate. I think they do really um, reduce the amount of oxygen you can take. And I tell you, wearing them outside on a hot day, ah, oh, it's damn near unbearable. Um, you know what I, I like in the food, Benny, is, you know, if you've ever done Round the Bays or maybe you've seen some footage around the Bays, and then you've got the guy in the three-piece suit running, and you think, how does he do it? How does he do it? Or two guys dressed as horses. How does he do that? That's incredible. That's what life is like, wearing a mask. It is a bit. It is, really. Um, and, I mean, like, I, I know that dogs um, pant uh, to regulate their body temperature, but I'm sure there's a lot of that that goes on uh, for humans, too. There's nothing better than getting a nice, filling your lungs up with a nice fresh breath of air and if you're in a scenario where you're instructed by your superiors do not remove the mask uh, all day with your indoor out it is uh quite bonkers yeah um let's get to another comment from jonathan kampala is it all social shaming and peer pressure just keep acting normal like you have since the day you were born breathe oxygen and help one another some great words there from jonathan kampala um, who's really should click the link and join us on the show and share some of his words of wisdom. This is, you're really you're giving us Come through, Kampala. Come yeah. through, Kampala. We've had you on the show before, mate. I appreciate you. And uh, what my suggestion to people is um, wear masks where practicable. Okay, if you're in a situation where you're doing some heavy uh heavy physicality work where you're uh, needing to suck in a lot of oxygen, I'd suggest uh, in that instance, maybe the, the mask's not going to be suitable right then. Or do what I do. I say, I call it nosing it. Just nose it. Just drop it down so that your nose is poking out the top of your mask there. Suck up some of that good fresh oxy so you don't pass out, frankly. Uh, because I, I think that's a real risk. Here, that would be a game changer. Exactly, exactly. Um, but no, alas, we cannot. Um, but I think in the future there's going to be some innovations happening. Uh, I think what I'm what I'm sensing is that we're going to have sort of these uh, Power Ranger style helmets, all in one. It's going to have your air filtration in there. It's going to have um, air conditioning, so you're going to be able to regulate the uh, temperature of your your skull and cranium. And um, sunglasses, uh, communication, and um, just the full gambit, UV protection from the sun and, and light as well. Uh, it's a hostile uh, environment we're living in these days. Mr. Bushman has just come through with a comment. Why comply when they don't even work? Uh, look, the, the cloth ones have been getting uh, a bit of... A bit of criticism over the last few weeks as Omicron uh, enters the country. Uh, but the cheap ones, the blue ones everyone sees, or the ones that make you look like a duck beak, uh, they apparently um, top shelf, and those are the ones to go for. But again, uh, we can't breathe through our um, ears. And what a great suggestion about nosing it. If you just join the show, nosing it is bringing your mask a little down here by your nose so you can get a few uh, fresh breaths. Uh, and yeah. from time to time, while you're working, I don't know. I, I don't know if if wearing a mask in your car is necessary. Uh, not if I you're alone. Like, yeah. Not if you're alone. Um, frankly, uh, that's my opinion. Um, look, if you're in public transport, I think you have to. Uh, Ubers, I think it's a thing just because they're literally sitting there in a bubble with multiple people throughout the day. Um, Private vehicles with the families? I'd say no. If yeah. they're in your bubble, you yeah. know. What about trampolining, adult trampolining? Uh, no, mask. no mask. Yeah, don't wear the mask at adult trampolining with friends, um, even if it's with um, with like family, like with your niece or something like that. No masks are necessary. That's a physical uh, activity. Just like I don't think you have to wear masks at the gym. Makes sense. 
Okay. Uh, Benny, we have got uh, James who's going to join us very shortly. I can join in a little bit. You have to put the link in Benny's chat, though. I don't see the oh, link. So Allah. you can help us there, a compiler will be on the show. And if you just joined us, we've having some technical issues with Fleur joining us from Treat. Uh, she was going to be a great chat. She's just trying to work it out behind the scenes. Um, she's got a brand new kind of social um, hospitality business helping restaurants uh, get the word out there. So we may not be able to talk to her tonight, and we'll reschedule for another time. Tomorrow on the show, though, Bomber Bradbury, you remember him from his channel Z days, he'll be joining us as we break down the weekend or midweek, the hump day in politics. And also uh, later on the program, Joshua Dunn, he's made and started a couple of films, uh, TV commercials. I think he's been a featured actor or, or whatnot. He joins us. Again, people are pivoting in their careers thanks to COVID, and if you can make some money by being on the telly or getting a movie role, then uh, why not? you got to do it. And um, what was I going to say? Oh, if you're having difficulty joining, try using a Chrome browser and make sure if there's any pop-ups or anything like that, you've got to accept and allow those pop-ups because it will want to uh, – take use of your camera, your webcam and your mic Fantastic Basically uh, all guests are saying the link isn't valid, I wonder if we just send Selena, Selena if you use the uh, the link that you use to get yeah, in. Yeah, link in chat let's just um, let's yeah. send this one out here um, I have just copied that I've just copied that from the uh, studio here uh, so we'll see how we go. Uh, yeah, and if you're an actor, um, great. You don't have to wear masks because uh, they would need to see your beautiful face. So that's a bonus if you want to be in a workplace where you don't have to wear a mask. You could become an actor. When is your birthday, Benny? The, it's on the it's in June, mate. The 9th of June. Okay. Awesome. As a June birthday, baby. Is anything like do you guys celebrate? Do you do a bit of celebrating on your birthday? Or is it kind of low um, key? not a huge uh, celebration? Pretty low key. Yeah. Uh, just enjoy a meal with the family. Fantastic. Well, one guy who's kind of sensed that we are out here um, doing absolutely nothing and kind of almost drowning, but kind of keeping it together. Jamie Oxley. Let's go to him now, everybody. <laughs> Hello, caller. Thank God for you. Hey, how's it, how's it going? Happy New Year. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I uh, thought I'd ring in because I just stopped here for a bit of a break and seeing you were talking Omicron and it's just ripped through the family here in Queensland, eh? Oh, what? You've had it? Oh, I didn't get it because I was at work. But, yeah, we went um, to Carindale Mall and I bought a new iPad. Yeah. And then as I was waiting to do all that shit, mm. um, yeah, the family was walking around the mall. And then I got back in the truck back to work and the wife rings me the next day going, oh, I don't feel too good. Oh. Yeah, she got a rapid test and they were all positive. And then oh. she went and got the proper test yeah, and they were negative. So she went with the – then she did another rapid test and they were all positive. So she went with the rapid test. And so, yeah, they've been at home. They come out of isolation tomorrow. Well, so are you, do you do you do you get to see them when you isolate and you isolate as a bubble? Are you well out of her way, or how does that work? Oh, because I I just didn't go home, so I just kept, I haven't I haven't been home, so I You'll just um, oh. yeah. So you got to have twenty four hours off um, in the like a week. Mm. So yeah, I just had it at a truck stop, I had um, washing machines and stuff. So I just did all my washing there. Wow, that's amazing. And then, yeah, got going. So I'll go home probably this Thursday. How bad was it uh, for her? What did she say that it was like having on the crumb? So, yeah, I've been like yeah, 11 days away, but it's all right. Yeah. What's it like? Is it just like having the flu? Did she have but, a Yeah, it's funny because... I uh, really saw. It, it. 
Really sore throat. Yeah, but spewing up. Everyone was spewing up. So. Oh shit. Okay. Um, but um, she wasn't. So, sorry, I was even the two-year-old, the three-year-old, the eleven-year-old. Shit. Oh well, at least you've got it now, right? Oh, so what does this mean? Is your immune system yeah, better now? Yeah, hold on. I'll go go down here. Yeah. Okay. Well, it means we don't have to get a boost of six months, or they don't have to. So that's one good thing. Yeah. Can we have a quick um, look to see where you are? Where are you? Um, What's outside? I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just thought I'd dive more into town, so you can. Um, I'm just in. Um, what is this town called? Coonabarabin. Oh wow! Look at that Aussie, no, everyone. Sorry, not surprised. Sorry, Narrabri. So I'm getting my tail. Yeah, just a Narrabri. I thought I'd drive down here a bit more, get some better coverage. Yeah, good on you. Thanks very much for that. And I can no, see the right. um, the locks are looking just blazing in this kind of, is that the afternoon sun? Yeah, yeah, that's it. What's the time here? It's 7.30, so yeah, afternoon sun. So yeah, it's not not too bad. Okay. Yeah, it's not, nice night here, actually. Nice. Oh, yeah. nice. Excellent, man. Hey, I've got a guest I've got to speak to, but uh, come back a little bit later on if you want, if you're bored. Yeah, no worries. You take it easy. Okay, you mate. You too. See you soon. Okay. See ya. Bye. No, that person there, Fleur, how are you? I'm good. I've made it in. <laughs> you have. You have. You're here. Yes. I'm okay. here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Oh, awesome. Hey, um, walk me through Treat and what the, that are, I was kind of like cobbling it together and they do social media and it's great and a restaurant should be cooking stuff and Got it, that's algorithms it. and I was Stop like, oh. yeah, so walk us through how that works. Um, yeah, so there's kind of two sides to it. So wow. one side we yep, help restaurants, um, locally owned eateries with their mm. social media and their, their digital presence. Um, right. Yeah, like you said, you know, their, their forte isn't, often in social media or yes. marketing and uh, it shouldn't be really because they are uh, they're chefs they're trained in hospitality and they're yeah. good at it and they're good at making awesome experiences in their restaurant but um what they're not so good at or what a lot of them struggle with is you know marketing and digital marketing and yeah what the hell's tiktok and um so we kind of take a bit of that stress away from them so they can yeah focus on creating those awesome experiences in their restaurant and then we just help get people through the door and um yeah do, do a bit of that for them and then on the other side of things for customers and people going on to treat nz we're a uh, a one-stop shop for local events specials any deals going on near them um and kind of around the north island now which is pretty cool so we're oh, like the sales yeah. funnel, eh? you're funneling all the people back into the shops and restaurants yeah you- well, trying to yeah do you cover um, bars as well, or is it just kind of like eateries? Um, well, yeah, the, the kind of the target audience would be people who would hopefully go out and have a couple of drinks, get a bit of a discount with their food. Um, yeah. But obviously, yeah, for restaurants, the the, the margins are in the drinks. Um, and mm. a, so, um, yeah, getting people in, getting a bit of a discount on the food, but hopefully they'll spend a bit more on drinks and having a good time and, yeah, just getting people out, making it a bit more accessible again because people are – you know, watching what they spend um, and especially where they spend it now with some, yeah, recent changes. So hopefully, yeah, yeah Treat NZ can, can help a bit with that. Your, your classic uh, kind of bar restaurant social media is um, pub quiz Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, yeah. DJ Saturday and then gross shots of their food. Yeah, I don't know yeah. <laughs> can't take photos of food. It's, I mean, maybe it's they're not running a filter properly. But anyways, um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. You just do token shots just to get the thing done. Like, oh, yeah, I'm all over social media. But it's more to it. What about reposting, um, uh, you know, tags? I think that's important too. People love to see their stuff come up on the – Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we, um, we've we got a bit of it. It's grown into a little bit of a community, which is awesome. So we've got a couple of, like, food bloggers who um, go to a few of the restaurants that we have deals in and they'll take a few shots. We've got some food photographers and videographers on board as well who do some like awesome packages um, just for that, even just, yeah, getting their social media content up and running again because, yeah, like you say, you get on some websites, you go on some social media accounts and, you know, you've got pictures from 
2004 of a yeah. the old owners <laughs> old looking burger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, mm, not the most appetizing, but uh yeah. Well, like that new market happy hour shop there, five to six of it, it's very vibrant. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of yeah, try and promote everything that's going on from your happy hours, your quiz nights, they'll get they'll get put on there, but um yeah, getting some bums on seats and people through the door, it's important at the moment, especially What's the temperature like, Fleur? Are people doing it hard still out there? Is it is it tough? Because I know a lot of bars have just cancelled, just given up on social media because they don't want to spend any money on it because they're doing well, it tough. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's that's kind of what the angle is for, mm. for us. We do it all for free, so restaurants can join completely for free. Um, we're just trying to build the buzz um, any way we can in locally owned eateries. Yeah, it's... it's and we've been talking to some restaurants, obviously other platforms, they take huge commissions. People have been working with social media agencies and it's just, yeah, what they've spent spent with these people is just ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, social media agencies are charging what people used to charge for websites back in the day. Well, that'll be $50,000. I know. And it's, social media is difficult because you can't really see the effects straight away. It's all yeah. like exposure and... It is working, but you can't see it yet. So it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, we'll just do a couple of posts for free. And if you get people, you get people. If you don't, then you still have the uh, the free marketing, which is always exactly. nice. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, good. So so your website there was like treat.nz? What's your website? Um, treat.nz, no co, just okay. the NZ, yep. Is that going out now, just so I know? Is the like co is an old thing? Um, no, I don't know. I think it was just taken or probably just really expensive to get the code. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Just the NZ will do. Three NZ. Excellent. So go there, find out what's going on. And if you are a bar or restaurant owner, uh, sign up with these guys because, uh, well, it's absolutely free and you're getting all this great value. Is that it? Yeah, so. that's it. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Hey, were you doing some kind of little giveaway? Was there like a little membership? Oh, yeah. We've um yeah we've got a membership a year's membership so you can book into all the treats um if you want to yeah, yeah. We, we're happy to give one away for a year oh, yeah, um, yeah, try it yeah. out you can give it to your friends for them to try okay. um yeah go for it we'll go work that out hey thank you for making it on and taking the effort to actually connect with us and no, no uh, worries thanks for your help no worries and we'll we'll, uh, we'll welcome you back any other time we we'll need to promote anything awesome thank you so okay. much see you soon right. catch you later. Yeah, so how good is that? Treat.nz, everybody. Let's bring back uh, Benny Mac, everybody. We lose that caption. What about Selena? What did you reckon of that? She was very upbeat. She was very now. She was happening. What's that? She's got a great little uh, digital business going on. Freaking awesome. Very, very good to see uh, community-based entrepreneurship, building the local market, ex- yeah. getting people's uh, online exposure up. And, uh, I mean, local eateries and restaurants and stuff, they've had it really tough. So I think anything any of us can do to support them, uh, I'm all for it. And you know what? I love a good uh, – I love dumplings and uh, all kinds of food, so I'm gonna um, I'm gonna be. You're white lady, a bit of a, a nudge. Bit of a nudge, um, but I've also been uh, going around the corner to the uh, Better Burger on Ponsonby Road, enjoying oh. that. And uh, Texas Chicken Lincoln Road, shout out to them, great service, uh, lovely staff out there, and. Um, They'll take you in and they'll treat you. They'll treat you right. It always looks like a ghost town when I'm going past it. Oh, you know, KFC is KFC, but I never really see anyone with a Texas chicken place. That's the merit of the place, man. It's an undiscovered gem. Um, it's better value, cleaner, and friendlier than uh, than KFC without the uh, the chaos. I, I just want dinner. I don't want to go into so, some sort of riot or a mob. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get down at KFC. KFC um, you don't need coming to off a trip from Sydney and you're in the passport lounge and immigration, you know. She's a free-for-all. Yeah, don't go all the way to, to Kentucky. Just take your trip to Texas. Fantastic. Okay. Come on down. 
Joining us on the show very shortly, uh, we've got Joshua Dunn. He's just left his monitor. I'm not sure if we can cross film yet. Oh, his little kid there. Oh, he's putting his kids to bed. How cool and cute is that? Fantastic. So uh, we'll be talking to him about film and television. We'd love to bring you in on this because you currently work in film and television, mate. So, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going to... How's it going? It's you're on. Good to see hey. you, Josh Dunn. How's it going, mate? All right. Hey, man. How's it? Yeah, very good. Putting the kids to bed, man. What a struggle. Yeah, bro. They're just, they're just sneaking in to see what I was doing. <laughs> what are you doing in here? Yeah, oh, hey, um. So, give us the rundown on. Uh, I, I don't know if it's not. This is your life, but uh, can you bring everyone up to speed on your career and? Um, oh, I- Film guy, used to be a chef, was a grip for 20 years and then got into drone stuff. Great. And, um, yeah, that's what I do now. I just fly drones and film shit. And um, Drones are a game changer. Yeah, bro. I just landed at the right time when they just became to the point where they actually worked because yeah. uh, I watched a whole bunch of them that didn't work and then uh, the technology sort of just arrived at the right time. When I yeah. came along, it's sort of figured it out. Who's using drones these days? I know a lot of real estate companies, huh? <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, man. I've just um, pivoted into agriculture, actually, because the uh, film industry got a bit quiet there with the old COVID. Mm. And so, okay. yeah, I'm doing spray drones now. Spray drones? What about security yeah. drones? When are they kicking in? Oh, yeah, they're around, eh? But, I mean, yeah, I'm not really into that. My um, big spray drone's like 75 kilos. It's a bit of a beast. That is a, it's like a small helicopter. Yeah, man, pretty much. And yeah. what, are you just spraying vineyards or just massive fields? No, nah, just um, sort of killing pest things like <laughs> wilding pines, broom, gorse. And so, yeah, it's com- combining my two passions of flying drones and killing things. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> How much is a drone these days? I mean, if you wanted to get to the drone game, is it price um, like, you know, this is, you might as well buy a Jim's mowing franchise or get in the drone game. It's like, uh, it's more months. about the compliance, like right. setting up the spray thing costs us about 100 G's. And um, the drone itself was about 60. So, yeah, yeah we've got about a dozen of different things, but the big film stuff, I don't know, you're looking at least sort of 150 in the air sort of thing. That is amazing. Yeah, and it's pretty gnarly. Are they, you buy them here or do you buy them overseas? Um, I've got them from all over the world, dude. American, Chinese, uh, European stuff. Most of it's DJI, you know, the ones that everyone else has, but just on a much bigger scale. And big invoices too? You're sitting big invoices? Everyone's going to High risk, high reward, bro. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how do you pass the nerves on it? Because when someone says, oh, it's not like flying a kite, you know, when you kind of lose control and just, yeah, straight uh, to the ground. I've had a couple of, I've come a cropper a few times now and yeah. um, I've lost a, I lost a few machines and had some damage and done the insurance thing and it's all just money, money, paperwork, CAA, reports, you know, it's pretty boring shit. So, yeah, you do become a little bit risk averse but then people keep wanting you to push that envelope to get those wicked shots, you know, get closer, go faster. Can you get closer to the car? You know, I do a lot of car commercials. Yeah, and so yeah. we're always like, just the other day I was up in the Nevis and we're chasing this wee Hyundai down this dirt road mm. and I'm pretty much flying in the dust, you know, like right up it. And if, she, if the driver had slammed the brakes on, I would have been through a back window. Wow. But, you know, you just, get, you just commit. It's like, oh, well, you're in. Um, just say if you were up for an Emmy Award or an Oscar, would you be under cinematography or is there a special category for you guys now? I don't know, man. Probably sort of um, specialty cinema, I think, where yeah. we come under. I think one of the boys up in Auckland won something in the Cinematographer's Award for, for something he shot with his drones and he's a director DP kind of guy yeah. and um, he won an award last year for it, but I haven't really entered. But I'm more of an operator, I'd call myself, rather than a... You know, my business partner's a proper DOP, and so right. we've teamed up, and I do all the logistics and all the flying and all the planning, and he comes along and 
finesses the move and sort of does the directing. And, but I can do all that stuff myself as well. And when the budget comes along and they're like, oh, we don't want to pay for all those people, can you just come along and shoot it yourself? It's like, yeah, sure. So I can do all that. But, you know, when you get up to that real high-level stuff, I think, uh, you know, we're like four people when we were shooting for Netflix and stuff. Shit. Can you yeah. say what you were shooting for Netflix? Yeah, man. We, we do stuff for – oh, man, we've done some funny stuff. Have you heard of the Royal Treatment? No. It's currently number one. On oh, look, I saw someone's story on there saying, <laughs> I'm addicted to the Royal Treatment. I'm going to get through it tonight. And, like, I tried – yeah, I tried to watch it and – it's like a bit of a rom-com thing. It's not really my scene, but, um, yeah, we did all the drone shits for that, and that was cool. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, we were only there for, like, a week, but the thing shot for two months, but we just do – we come in and do our thing. Impact players. And, and then we're out, man. Like, yeah. And then they'll use all our shots throughout, just in different bits and pieces. Um, what What is the first to go on a big show like that? Like, oh, let's cut the stunt, man. Let's cut uh, – get rid of the drone. Yeah, we're first on and, and first off usually because everyone's like, oh, we need a drone tool, book that. And we get bookings all the time and you're like, man, I've got a four-day job. Next month's going to be awesome. And then, boom, mm. just see you later. Go on. Same with the Russian arm. We're both first on, first off. When it when they want to cut some budget, they just kill the drone and kill the big stuff. Yeah. Uh, and are, are productions getting through, big overseas ones? Are they? I mean, we, are we like the darling of the whole world? Uh, man, we do a lot of remote work now where everything's getting beamed up to the planet, wherever it is. Like sometimes we're filming in New Zealand, sending the picture back to like four different countries, agencies wow. in one. We did a big Coke job uh, no, last year sometime and Taika was directing it in LA. The agency was in the UK. There was another geezer in Auckland and we were there and there was this iPad in the middle of the set and mm -hmm. everyone's just talking and telling you what to do and it's like there's this weird sort of delay on everything, you know, because everyone's waiting to get signed off and it's all getting beamed up and there's a whole new um, industry being invented to basically service these jobs. That is unreal. What's Taika like to work with as a director? Yeah, man, he's cool. He, he's pretty funny, dude. He was like, yeah. his personal trainer would turn up because we were shooting all day and it was his night time. Yeah, right. And then, and then he'd just be working out and just talking and looking and, and giving us ideas and, you know, telling us what to do. He was pretty down to earth, actually. He was pretty cool. I love that. I mean, I think he's in New Zealand right now. I saw oh, him. yeah, cool. Yeah, he seemed, he seemed like a pretty cool chap, really. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how his life has just spun like that? Now he's like yeah. a legitimate Hollywood director. Yeah, man, and he's just on another level now. He so is. Oh, that's yeah, incredible. Man. I'm glad. Yeah. Oh, I just can't believe that somebody's directing something around the world and we're just yeah. shooting it. I mean, you could do – or they do do news like that, right? Something the cameraman. Yeah, someone totally. calling the commentary in the studio and it's all done. Yeah. Even my last job last weekend, it was remote, but the director was there, but – he was beaming it back to the agency because the agency couldn't be here. And so, yeah, I don't know when we're going to get back to actually shooting stuff with people. But, um, mm. yeah, anything's possible, bro. Do you prefer it? Uh, there's, less people, there's, there's less brouhaha because yeah. you're just getting it done and then getting it signed off to these people that aren't there. And then so I think they're – trying to get things done quicker right. because they don't want to be pissing around and holding the whole scene up, you know, because time is money in the film industry. So I think, but yeah, who knows? I don't know if they love it. Everyone used to love coming to New Zealand and then we junkets to go to New Zealand, shoot a commercial. Yeah, cool. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, what about the catering? You haven't taken the catering off you, have they? No, nah, bro, we still, we still eat well. Yeah, yeah bro. Um, what's coming up? You got another gig coming up with uh, the I'm just doing a lot of spray drone stuff, bro. I'm just into it, man. I really love it. I just love going to the farm, just hanging out with people who are really pleased that you're helping them out. It's a whole new piece of technology for them, and they're used to paying a lot more money for helicopters, so they're just like, sweet, bro. You know, they're just stoked that I'm there. And there's no vaccine passes, no PCR tests, and all the jobs I've been doing, heavily mandated, um, yeah. which is cool. I get it, but... When you go and work on a farm, it's just like, yeah, turn up and just crack into it. So it's just a bit more relaxed. Tell you what, like, no wind, beautiful day, <laughs> and possibly a cashy. 
<laughs> I would never admit to that. Oh, man. I've got a freezer full of meat, bro. I haven't bought meat in a year. I'll tell you that. Excellent. Excellent. Hey, mate, thank you very much for joining us. I had no idea about the drone stuff. This has been great. Yeah, man. Uh, it's a whole It's a whole thing. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll talk to you another time, I hope. Awesome. Thanks, bro. Appreciate Thanks, man. See you soon. Fantastic. What a cool guest. I thought he was very interesting. And that drone chat, not bad. I had no idea you could put, like, spray stuff on a drone and, and just kind of like, boom, it's all wrong. Super high-tech stuff happening out there in drone technology. And... Uh, it sounds like there's people out there saving a lot of money and some people making a hell of a lot of money. So it sounds mm. like a great, uh, great scene to be in and uh, exciting times. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, Domino's will be delivering pizzas via drone <laughs> very soon. And shout out to George Wallace in the chat. Hi. Hey, George. And... <laughs> Thank you for that. Very constructive. I wonder, indeed. Selena, are we doing a little, a little bit of a late night news uh, before we um, sit in the show and go on with our regular lives? I wonder. Yeah, to- I believe that there was a news bulletin uh, scheduled for tonight's show. Okay, and well, uh, we're going to find out very soon. Let's go there now, actually. Here we go. Nine forty-seven. Here's Selena with some breaking news. Coronavirus. Tonga extends lockdown by two weeks as COVID no. cases rise to seven. Stores will be allowed to open for twelve hours on Tuesdays and Fridays, with road checkpoints permitting entry to one person per household. Today is a safer internet day, celebrating the nineteenth edition of Safer Internet Day with actions taking place right across the globe. Fantastic. The theme is together for a better internet to make the internet a safer, better place for all, especially young children. Absolutely. Um, Good. And hopefully people got on board with that. So, um, Hopefully. Uh, In New Zealand, um, NetSafe, they coordinate it here. Right, okay. Yeah. So moving on. uh, Less of an asshole today, guys. Thank you. Very well. Yeah, it's hot today. I think it's like 29 29 degrees today. Yeah. It was popping out there. Scorcher. So um, guess what I saw last night? I saw a film. Oh, yes? Yeah, I saw House of Gucci. Oh, how was it? With old um, Lady Gaga. Yeah, Lady Gaga, Oliver Driver, directed by Ridley Scott. Uh, well, Oliver Driver was in it. Oh, no, Oliver Driver. <laughs> no, yeah. not, uh, Auckland guy. Oh, hang on. <laughs> no, not Oliver Driver. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Al um, Pacino so was in it. Out, out of 10? Probably uh, nine and a half. Wow. It's very artistic. It yes. was um, very entertaining. <laughs> it was very real. Shut up, Vinny. Mm. <laughs> uh, it was, um, you know, all the characters were, um, they were like super adorable because they had a lot of sad elements and they had a lot of funny elements. And so very, yeah, it was, it was very eccentric. Did it inspire and your hat for broadcast? Huh? Did it inspire your hat for the night's broadcast? Yeah. Nice sure did. Good. Yeah, and so I had um, a f- quotes but I'm not going to do any spoilers so I just thought I'd do <clears throat> the quotes and not say who said them which character said them okay let's begin shall we okay it's nearly time up isn't it no don't worry about okay. time yeah okay so um we've got the first one <laughs> you're an idiot but you're my idiot Okay. Number two. Yes. <laughs> you need to wear more green. Green doesn't go with my lipstick. Okay. Number three. Mm-hmm. Number <laughs> <We've> three. Run... 
<laughs> We've run out of spells. We need something stronger. That'll be the Irish person. Yep. <laughs> and number four, the family character is the brand. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Yep. So they actually, they they touch on Tom Ford's beginning of his career. Gotcha. He did a collab with Gucci back in the day. And even um, Lady Gaga, like she features on the soundtrack, which is on Spotify. There's actually some amazing tracks. There's um, New Order. Uh, what have we got here? Some like really like samba disco. There's, um, uh, yeah, Blue Monday. You know that one? Everyone knows that one. Amazing. Yeah, so yeah, it's actually pretty, pretty, pretty good soundtrack. I thought, yeah, some of it's quite dated, but yeah, it was still entertaining. So yeah, so was Gucci, yeah. you know, back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> no, Gucci's still got it. They've still yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. I would definitely recommend seeing. But I'm saying, start up with the Gucci story, right? It was back yeah. in the day, so they... yeah, they're on Queen Street now, haven't they? Got a branch down there, right. and yeah. also my wardrobe. Anyways. Oh, nice. Some loafers. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> Probably develop loafers. Yes. Yeah. That was a good story. Okay, cool. Great. Um, <laughs> so we will see you again tomorrow. But thank you very much. Nice talking to you tonight. And uh, nice and worthy update to round it all off. Uh, tomorrow on the show, we've got Bob of Bradbury. Uh, he'll be joining us talking politics. Uh, big thanks to our guest, Joshua Dunn, who was a great chef especially about the developments of drones in New Zealand film, and also uh, from Treat NZ uh, Fleur Walster home. I just want to say, um, Christopher Luxon. Hi. Hi. It's me, Christopher Luxon. Well, we've just about done it in New Zealand. We've just about cracked it. If you keep going with this push, we're going to get freedom back for Aotearoa, New Zealand tonight, actually in Wellington. We've, we've turned it up. I actually called up Main Freight and I ordered 800,000 reams of A4 paper. We're going to use the photocopiers tonight down at the Beehive. We're going to print it out. We're going to do an aerial drop tomorrow from the top of New Zealand down to Invercargill, I'm Christopher Luxon. You can trust me. I was born into luxury. It's in my name. You can do it too. We're going to make money together. New Zealand, it's the best little company in the world. Thank you very much, Christopher Luxon. And that is the last word. And that there is the program. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, Kiwi Bear really much enjoyed that. Fantastic. From all of us here at uh, Talkback, uh, have a very, very good evening. Good night. Vote for National. 